1: Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 131. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. So, for this week's episode, I am finally getting the opportunity to do an interview, and I know my listeners really like it when I have these interview episodes. This week is a twofer because I'm actually being joined by Dave Kelly of dave kelly artistics in arizona and returning to the show for her fourth appearance is geologist model and actress miss ellie cat also from arizona now i wanted to talk to these two this week because they have collaborated quite a bit on photo shoots with dave kelly artistics uh business and they've done some fantastic work together and I wanted to talk to the two of them in more details about their collaborations. So without further ado, let's now be joined by Dave Kelly and Miss Ellie Cat. All right, so as I mentioned a moment ago, I'm being joined this week by Dave Kelly of Dave Kelly Artistics and model geologist and actress Miss Ellie Cat. Thank you both for joining me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having us.
1: Yeah. So Dave, uh, I hope Ellie won't be too jealous because she's been on the show three times before. So I'm going to start with you. Um, so just a little bit of back about your background. How did you get started in photography, Dave?
2: Well, I retired in 2010 and I knew that, uh, uh if I didn't have something, um, something to be passionate about after I retired, it would be just daytime television and my mind would turn to tapioca. So I got into photography because my son seemed to be to enjoy the, the the possibility. So we both got into it. It's like cool. I got something to do with my son. Well, turns out he hated it, and I took off with it. And it's been my passion the whole uh, the whole last ten years or so, a little over ten years. So uh, um, that's how I got into it.
1: Wow, fantastic! And it's kind of a bummer that you started out doing it with your son, but then he wasn't really into it. And you've not only taken it and ran, but my God, you create some amazing work. So one quick follow-up question. How do you come up with all of these fantastic concepts for your shoots? Because you have some amazing stuff.
2: I steal them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: take them from other photographers? (laughs) Um,
2: Actually, before I do any shoot, I've got um, several thousand images that I've pulled off the net. Uh, from people who I really admire and all that, and I look through those, and it gives me ideas. And it's extremely rare that I do one that's actually like any of the pictures that I look at. But they're like a diving board, you know. That's we'll run in, look at a picture, and go, "Let's do something like that." And then we'll go into the studio, and boom, by the time by the time we're done shooting, we don't have anything like that. But I think better. So um, so it's 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 just. It's like uh, getting us enthused about, oh, that's, that's cool. Or I like the lighting in one or, you know, a particular pose in another. So there's a lot of that. But sometimes sometimes we just uh, try a lot of the things I do with Ellie. It's like, okay, um, here's a stool. Um, you're naked. Let's see if you can get up on two legs on the stool, um, and I'll get the shot. And she'll get up on it and she'll she'll jerk the thing back and be um, leaning. It it just turned out amazing. And we do that stuff all the time. So she's probably the most uh, most um, creative of all of them.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of the different images the two of you have created together. That's why I wanted to get you both on the show this week. Uh, because you guys just make phenomenal work when you guys collaborate. So Ellie over to you now. Um, how exactly did you and Dave meet?
0: Um, I totally Facebook stalked him. Um, hands down saw some of his images and I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to work with this person. How do I get his attention? Um, what do I say? And I know that I commented on a few of his photos and cause it, there's something about his work if you look at it you know it's his it's not like oh i don't know who that is and and that's what makes a really great photographer is they have the specific style and a way that they do things in a manner that you're like oh yeah i i know exactly whose work that is and so dave has an amazing style that does that so i ended up contacting him i was like hey i would really really love to shoot with you and he's all well do you shoot nudes and i'm like i don't know (laughs) And so uh, we set up a, a shoot together over what, three years ago. And, um, he had me like, not necessarily dangling, but like wrapped around this rope with, you know, the rope covering my sensitive parts and he's all, okay, go for it. And we came up with so many ideas that day. And, um, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hooked. I'm, I loved working with Dave and I was glad that I wasn't too terribly boring or overbearing or overly talkative or enthusiastic, anything that could be a turnoff to a photographer that's trying to do a good job. And Dave and I have been working together ever since. And it is awesome. And Not only is he somebody that I go to, like the first thing I want to do something, but he's also a really good friend and a mentor for what he's doing.
1: So if I understand correctly, until you and Dave started collaborating three years ago, you had never done nudes. So basically he, he corrupted you.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Really?
1: I did not know that. (laughs) That's
0: true. I, I did a few implied before Dave. Um, definitely everything covered. Uh, yeah, hands down. Dave, Dave, Dave popped that one. That, that is, that is definitely for sure. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, well, that's okay. Cause I'll tell you what you guys make beautiful images together. And Dave, I, you know, I've been looking at your website, you know, you you're listed as a fine, uh, fine art photographer and hands down, there's no doubt about it. You do incredible fine artwork. And now the one thing I wanted to share with you guys, I was listening, uh, earlier this past week, uh, to a weekly or uh, well not a weekly I guess he does them whenever he, the mood strikes him but I was listening to Jared Poland's uh, photography podcast Pro Photo out of Philadelphia and he was talking about artistic nude photography and how much he hates it because too much of it is just like Ellie and I've talked about in the past creepy GWCs creepy guys with cameras <laughs> mm-hmm. and Dave you're definitely not a GWC you are a super talented photographer especially with fine artwork and you don't just do exclusively nudes you have couples you have a bunch of other things you do and then you also offer training and photography workshops so uh, i'll let you kick it back over to you and let you talk a little bit more about some of the various styles and projects that you not only shoot but that you teach
2: well one of the things that i've always been passionate about also is is teaching um, for eight years, I taught at a community college, which is really kind of weird because I, I didn't, I only went through the 12, uh, 12 years of schooling. I didn't even, I don't have a degree in anything, but they had me teaching. Um, but it was technical stuff. Um, but since I, since I enjoy teaching so much, um, well, uh, I got to a point where people would ask, started asking me, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? Or how did you get that, to, that to look like that? like well i guess i'm to the point where people want to learn so um so we i started uh, one-on-one classes and and uh, uh some group ones ellie's uh, the model for probably half of the classes that i've taught she, she's so good now that it's like i don't have to worry about her she knows exactly what to do she he just leaves actually me give the, the class i believe so <laughs> that's pretty cool Um, nothing like having a model that understands light, but, um, the, uh, the interesting thing is about a year before this pandemic, I thought there were a lot of people that really wanted the training, but they didn't want, I mean, they couldn't afford to fly out here to Arizona and spend a couple of days. So I did an online thing and it grew and grew and grew and it's pretty massive. There's about a hundred videos on there now. And uh, I, I give the people the, the original picture and a half hour video on how to edit it. Um, but I emphasize for them to try and find their own style. I push that on every single video. It's like, okay, don't do it like I do it. Here's the tools. You, you dig that ditch the way you want it done. Um, whatever makes you feel really good about the picture, that's the way it should be. You know, you can only make one person happy and that's you. If everybody else is great, if they're not, doesn't matter. You can't, you know. Anyway, I get into that, and it's it's a lot of fun. I love that. I and I've missed that the last year. Um, Ellie and I it was a year ago, uh, November. We were in California and mm-hmm. gave a. That was our first time doing a class outside of Arizona, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a blast. Oh, we yeah. had a good time, um, and got the best pictures on a beach I've ever taken which is really awesome.
0: They were phenomenal. That sunset, it was, and those like tankers, ocean liners in the background, and just the the color, the clouds, and the color. It was just oh, seriously, it was mind blowing. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, the pictures are phenomenal. The look on uh, uh, the look on our assistant's face when uh, when I said, "Okay, pull your top down." <laughs> That was worth the trip right there. (laughs) He
0: like looked and then he held up the reflector and then he turned away like really fast. Like I shouldn't be watching this right now. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, It was funny. Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh goodness. Up until I did my first photo shoot with a professional model and did some nude work with her, which was a couple of years ago in February, I'd have probably been the same way as your assistant. I'd been like, look away, don't look away. You don't want to seem like a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) and ellie's just there going whatever you know i'm just here for a shoot
2: (laughs) oh it's dave yeah i gotta pull my top off so whatever
1: (laughs) so it sounds like in some ways dave the the pandemic actually worked out for you because you're doing these online zoom training classes now so more people can attend
2: yeah well the zoom ones are pretty much just uh let's just get together and talk and you know reach out and touch uh a little bit. Um, uh, there's been a few classes, but, um, I got my first shot a few days ago. So another month, uh, I, we might start some classes again, but, um, maybe even some outside ones, but, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it has really paid off. Um, a whole lot more people are taking the online classes than I ever
1: expected. So, well, that's fantastic. That. So that part worked out for you. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so Ellie, getting back to you, what was the first collaboration that you and Dave did together? What was the first uh, shoot project you guys did together?
0: Uh, that that was the one that I was um, talking about originally where, you know, David said, hey, do you do nudes? And I said, well, I don't know. And um, so we got in the studio and he started talking to me and it was kind of hilarious. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, I'm at a, at a point in my life where I don't have to just take pictures of people. He's all if you don't want to do something that I don't want to do, then maybe I don't want to shoot with you. I was like, yeah, that's a really good concept because why sit there and waste your time? Like, it's boring for you and you're not going to get what you want. And he's like, so do you do nudes? And I was like, well, I'm new to it, meaning hadn't done it before.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not know you, <laughs> you meant
0: that. Yeah, I'm an actress. Um, but no, that's okay though, because if I would have felt weird... Or uncomfortable, it would have been something I wouldn't have done. And you can ask Dave. I mean, I've been in situations where I'm like, yeah, this is like getting creepy. Like maybe you should tell people to move or like stop shooting in the direction they're shooting. We've done so many classes together. Dave knows me very well, I feel. And he knows when I'm comfortable, he knows when I'm uncomfortable. But I, From the minute working with him, going into his home studio and, you know, getting familiar with everything and and the dressing, I felt perfectly safe, fine. We were, we did all kinds of stuff. We did a, actually one of my absolute favorite photos that I have blown up of his that he took was from our very first photo shoot. And my hair was straight. And I had a pair of jeans on that were pulled down just below my butt. And like, I'm nude in the top, but the the lighting is just so that you can only see like a silhouette and my hands are draped over my knees. And it is an absolute amazing photo. And it's something that I absolutely love. And I was like, yeah, I could totally get into this. And it not even a, a question, right? It was something that I kind of fell in love with. And it was at a good timing for me because... At that particular time, I had a lot of insecurities, but I felt really secure about my body, as weird as that sounds. And so taking photos like that just kind of helped me go, okay, yeah, maybe I don't look so bad, even though, you know, that there's a certain amount of lighting in Photoshop that helps you look your absolute best. Dave doesn't go to that extreme where he makes you look weird. Like, he might stretch you sometimes. Sometimes you look a little taller, which is awesome. But he doesn't, like, deform you to where you have body parts that you never had before. If you don't have them, he's told me he can't really create them. So you have to be semi-natural semi, semi natural in, in a good aspect of it. But he's amazing with the work that he does. So it all took off from there. Um, I think that we worked together. I don't remember the month. Um, but a couple months later, I said, Hey, I've got this idea. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Come on in and we can try it. And that's when he had this slew of photos on his screen. And he's like, well, we, we can do this and we could do this and we could do this and we could do this. I was like, yeah, those all sound great. And I think we got to like five of them. None of them looked like what was on the screen, but they all like paired off and uh, sprouted from, from the images that he showed us or, or showed me. And we, it was they turned out awesome i mean clearly we uh, he's he's such a good friend of mine so it's there's things that i'm like hey let's try this and he's like okay you know i drag his him into the desert and i was like hey there's a concrete tube over there you want to go shoot in it and he's like yeah the lighting's great you want to get inside and take your top off i'm like sounds good so i get in there and i contort myself and move around and and you know the photos come out beautiful and so it's it's a it's such an awesome relationship, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, it. and I think I know what shot you're talking about, the one with you in the jeans and you're sitting on the floor. That uh-huh. is a beautiful shot. That one I could easily see being used by Wranglers or Levi Strauss or something like that. It's just a fantastic image. And it's, is- it's a super, I, I don't want to disparage Dave, but it's a super um, simple concept. But he just execu- executed it so beautifully. It just, the image, the final product just turned out amazingly well. And yeah. yeah, he does a great job with Photoshop because I've never seen any of his images where the people look like they had plastic skin or anything like that. You know how some people go overboard with Photoshop and just make you, I mean, you no longer look like a human. You look like a plastic doll from a gift shop or something.
0: Or you don't look like yourself. Like exactly. there are some people that don't. I don't know if they don't know how to use the software they own or they just choose to use a really weird filter, but you end up looking like a stranger. I've actually had to question who the person was in photos of photos that I've gotten back of myself going, no, 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 that that's not me. And I'm going, well, yeah, it is. But oh, my gosh, it doesn't look like me. And that's it's sad. But Dave would not do that. I don't think Dave would know how to do that.
1: Looks like you had bad plastic surgery after a car accident, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, so Dave, back over to you. What are some of your most memorable projects that you've done with Ellie? I don't
2: know. Probably the last one was was probably the coolest. Uh, We spent two days together. Um, I spent the night in a trailer out in front of her house (laughs) between between shoots we went to a to a ranch and we shot um for the first half of the day there with horses in a trough which was one of my off, you know one of my bucket list shots Same. that and she was in a, a cowboy bathtub that was another check off the box thing and so it, that was all pretty cool and then we went to some massive rocks these what, what those like three or four stories tall
0: yeah those huge and, granite boulders
2: yeah. And, and, uh, uh, and, and I made it out, which is, which is a, a trip, but, um, that was fun. And then the next day we went out on their quad and, uh, um, found this, uh, old mining shack that they had discovered. So we, and it was actually pretty cool. Um, so we shot all around that for the, for the day. And that was, uh, that was probably the most awesome. Although going to California was fun. And, You know, she, uh, she hung out with me the whole time. We were there for two days. I did the class one day, shot her in the morning, did the class in the afternoon. She shot with some other people the next day since she was new in California. And then that, I think that evening we went and shot some more at the beach. So, I mean, that was pretty fun too. There, there, there really isn't a, eh, we shouldn't have bothered um, moment ever. I mean, it's always been fun. And if there's any rocks laying around, I can just point point them out to Ellie and she'll pick them all up for me.
0: Through, oh, or drag you to What <laughs> that little cabin where I was like Hey come look for rocks and poor Dave Was like sitting behind the side by side In the shade because I think he was hot But he was still dragging it through and he was Looking for rocks and I was like look at this look at this Look at this and, and I'm sure It was it gets annoying I'm sure after A while but I'm she, having she, a great time She
2: certainly has a passion it's fun to watch Her I mean when you watch Somebody who's passionate about something It's okay it's fun so. <laughs>
1: And when you go out with her and there's rocks anywhere around, she's like a kid in a candy store.
2: And she will tell you everything about that rock ever. It's like, man, what a memory. Um,
1: I can imagine.
2: Yeah. I
0: don't know if that's good or just me babbling.
2: (laughs) I listen to every word, Ellie.
0: Thank you.
1: So Ellie, getting back over to you um, now, I have to ask you this, and I I didn't think to ask you this in the past, Ellie, but some of the really cool theme shoots that you've done, um, like the Mad Max style stuff, was that stuff that you did with Dave or was that with somebody else?
0: um, Dave did shoot me with part of my Mad Max. I originally had put it together so that I could go to a con or something like that. Excuse me. And... I went to the junkyard shoot and it was just so that anybody could shoot me there. And I mean, you know, Dave's photos came out phenomenal. I mean, there, there were a lot of pictures that were taken and, you know, I appreciate everything that I always get back from people. But again, you know, the, the, what I was looking for and to look in that area, especially with the backgrounds he throws in there and whatnot turned out phenomenal. And, um, I know that you know me dressing up as like a character or whatever and whatnot is not always something that a lot of people want to shoot. and I know that Dave's always been very gracious and he's like, yeah, sure we can do that. He loves steampunk, which is fantastic. And so when I've dressed up like steampunk, he he's really loved to shoot that, which was cool. Um, I don't think that Dave has ever shot me in my Laura Croft outfit just because we've never been, in an area to do that. He has shot me as steampunk jasmine, which was awesome. He's shot me as a mermaid uh with the little thing that I dressed up at his place. Um anything oddly themed, you know, if it comes with like a wig or um you know, some kind of crazy outfit like he's he's all about it. And and I absolutely love that. And so I've um, I have a couple of things that I have in the works that I have been working on since all of this stuff. And it's not something I'm going to say, but I will surprise Dave whenever we start to go do something again, he's going to go, Holy crap. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like doing stuff like that, but um, I, I did that. I think that answered your question. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, so basically Ellie, you're like a kid on Christmas morning with the rocks and Dave's like a kid on Christmas morning with anything steampunk. Is that right, Dave?
2: Oh Yeah, yeah. I I remember the first time somebody came to me and they were dressed up with these funny goggles and things. I said, what is this? And they told me it was steampunk. And I'm going, oh, I like that. And ever since it's been, okay. fine. I I have, uh, you know, I have the guns. I I have the whole work. So if they don't bring things, I have things. So I I love steampunk because you can put in some really cool backgrounds and stuff. And there's no rules. I love anything that has no rules.
1: Yeah, so and you've got some fantastic images on the steampunk section of your website. Uh, now, just out of curiosity, um, so some of the first ones at the top, you've got. Um, it looks like you're in a very industrial area. A lot of red brick buildings for not only the set but for the background. Um, now, where where did you find that setup, that scenery where you shot those, Dave?
2: Well, I, I'm not sure wh- exactly which ones you're talking about, but it's a good chance that we weren't really there.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So you added in the backgrounds after the fact. Well, I do cool. that a lot. Yeah. yeah I can so put the cool. floor in under
2: them, the whole works. And it's sometimes it's really hard to, hard when somebody says, is that a fake background? I said, I'm not telling you, but thank you. <laughs> if you can't tell, then it was good.
1: <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I couldn't tell. I mean, they look so realistic oh man that's incredible so ellie uh back over to you and i'm having a brain cramp for just a second here (laughs) Well,
0: those happen a lot to me yeah
1: tell me about it um (laughs) so what are some of the I, i had a question here off the top of my head now i'm having a brain cramp um what are some of the concepts that you and Dave have done together that I may not know about yet? Cause I know I haven't seen all of his work that the two of you have done together.
0: Oh, something you might not know about. Gosh, that'd be difficult. Um, Oh, we did do something one time with me in like a, a Japanese or Chinese dress. I'm not sure what, I think it was a Chinese dress with like an umbrella. I've never seen those pictures, Dave.
2: I, I did some. <laughs> well, um,
0: there, there's all kinds of stuff. I don't know if you saw like the fashion stuff that we did, which is not usually in like, I don't know. What did Dave say? He said we were out there at the abandoned cabin. He's like, look, now people can, can see that I don't just shoot nudes. You can be fully clothed.
2: Yeah, I, I don't want to advertise. I don't want to advertise too much that I don't do nudes because they're going to ask me for fashion all the time. I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> uh, sorry, Dave, but I, I didn't mean to get you in trouble with Ellie about the whole Chinese dress thing.
0: <laughs> oh, no, he he already knows. I've already been over this with him. Like, I'll go, hey, do you remember this shoot and, and this shoot and this shoot? He's all, can you stop Like, I don't know how you remember each one of them because I say, do you remember when I was wearing this outfit and blah, 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 and he looks at me and he gets really serious and he's like, we've done that? I was like, yeah, we've done that. (laughs) So I keep him on his toes, but one way or another, I mean, to be honest, as many fantastic images as I have gotten from Dave, if he never gave me another one, I mean, I'd be crushed. But I mean, there's... I have hundreds upon hundreds of pictures that I've gotten from him that have been absolutely amazing because he puts so much time and effort into each one that there's not just one thing where you're like, oh yeah, this could have been better. It's like, well, no, this is is pretty great. Like, you know, there's, I think one time I told him, I said, I look cross-eyed and he's all, well, don't cross your eyes. (laughs) I was like, that's not fair. It wasn't my fault. I was looking at both points of the light, you know, but, um, you know, just funny stuff like that. He's, I love it that he's willing to just kind of let my mind go crazy. because like, Oh, can I try this? And I can try to stand half on my head and, and, and half on, you know, one foot and and maybe a finger. And he's like, okay. Or, you know, me trying to string up Christmas lights on a ladder when I'm balancing on two of the feet. That was a pretty pretty cool photo though because yeah. when when he does that that's not a joke like when when the balancing stool or ladders or stuff that I'm doing that's me and he just happens to catch it like at the perfect moment and so that's I love that he lets me do that to you know I'm not gonna break my neck I hope knock on wood but you know he allows me to try to be crazy which is fantastic so I mean I don't know if you've seen all of those themes that we've done but like his I would say Or my portfolio from him is just out of this world.
1: So it almost sounds like, um, although I know you guys do do a certain amount of posed work together, it almost sounds like Dave sometimes gets some of his best work when he just captures you doing your thing and you don't realize he's capturing you.
0: I think so. I mean, sometimes it is one of those things where I'm like, I would love to try this, but I don't know if I can pull it off. Like I'm one of those people and or i'll i'll say because i i know when we took out like some of my crazy dresses to the mining thing i was like i think these will look really good it'll be opposed to what's going on in the background and oh man the colors never looked that great i didn't think that any of that was going to come out like in my head i had an image and a view of like what i hoped it would be but they just like the the on my profile right now on facebook that is hands down my photo that i've taken to this point and it's just awesome to me and it was you know it was dave going yeah you 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 go for it and and i was so excited that you know I, not that i don't mind you know taking my clothes off and doing crazy things against you know whatever's going on but to capture it still with clothes on so that everybody can see it without the big stripes that say, you know, censored or no or whatever is, you know, it's really awesome.
1: Yeah, I still think it's a little bit crazy that Facebook hasn't gotten more flexible on their artistic nudes on their platform. I mean, it's it's just crazy in this day and age that they're still censoring that, especially when they don't do it for sculptures or paintings. It's like those nudes are okay, but photographic nudes are out. I I don't understand that at all. Uh yeah, it's crazy. So, getting back to you for a moment, Dave. Um, it almost sounds like, from what Ellie was telling me, you basically you treat her like a little kid. You get her wound up on sugar, turn her loose, and then you just take pictures, and she doesn't know you're doing it.
2: Well, every shoot is anywhere from three hundred to six hundred pictures. Uh, I think that weekend that we spent at the uh, um at the ranch, there was like, since it was two days, it's eighteen hundred pictures. Um, wow. So, in case there her eyes are closed or the light didn't go off or whatever. I I take a lot of pictures and then call through them and pull the best ones out. But, but there's always some best ones in all of them. Um, uh, So she's, she's just got the shape and the look. Um, uh, It's uh, uh, and and she's got a good imagination. She's brave. Um, uh, Of course I don't let I still don't let models around anything sharper than a basketball. I mean, they 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 tend to cut, hey, them, I, cut themselves I, looking at a knife. So there you go. Um, so I was holding Cliff, a
0: red hot poker, dude.
2: Yeah, Cliff's. Oh yeah, yeah. She was she was holding a a uh, red hot a horseshoe yeah. and pounding on it. Uh, although I don't think I had you pounding on it because. Well, it'd be like frying bacon topless, not a not a good idea. <laughs> so, so that was good, but there was a couple of assistants to make sure she didn't screw up and she's she's really good around horses, so i I didn't have a problem there but um but yeah, I trust her more than most uh, when it comes to that kind of thing. but yeah, she's she's very playful and fun and um up for pretty much anything. She knows I have lines I won't cross, um, never have, and and never will, because there's no reason for it. There's there's not that much beauty on the other side of that line. So, eh. um, uh, it's it's all it's all a matter of lighting and having somebody who uh, the light bounces off of well, off of well, <laughs> and uh, it it works pretty well with her. Uh, I'm glad you didn't ask me how we met because I don't remember. That was <laughs> that was a few years ago. I know I called through the pictures just for today because I didn't know this was going to be uh, just audio. And uh, I pulled 49 pictures and those 49 pictures are the only ones I could find that I could put on Zoom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, a- actually weird. Dave, um, I, being you guys both have your camera on, I've been doing a screen recording with QuickTime. So if you want to share those images, <laughs> go for it.
2: Well, <laughs> I, this is the first time I've used this machine on Zoom. And unfortunately, it. unless we wanted to stop and start again, I have to reboot this machine to do
1: it. Um, oh, that's I, a bummer.
2: Ah, I had to send some
1: permissions. <laughs> well, that's all right. We'll yeah. just have to have the two of you back again in the future, and he can share them with us then. <laughs>
0: oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know what it was going to be. I would. I don't know how to share images on Zoom. I, I know how to share PowerPoint if I'm the host.
1: Yeah, you can do a screen share in Zoom. Yep. Okay. But that's okay because Dave told me about a, a really good camera that's inexpensive I can get for a webcam. So the next time we do this, all three of us can be on camera.
2: Twenty bucks.
1: Yep. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I won't camera? scare Ellie off too badly.
0: <laughs> no, I'm. So, oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> I could I can share these uh, um, these that are that are available. I mean that, that can be put on Zoom without getting knocked off because I think they have a bot watching. And they'll kick it off if they see nudes. So,
1: oh, I didn't yeah. know that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Most of these would probably be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. It's funny. It's funny. She, she mentions that, you know, I said, do you do nudes? And she, I, I, if I had gotten the impression she'd never done them before, I would have probably t- tried to talk her out of it, believe oh. it or not. Because I do that. It's like, okay, I don't want you to shoot nudes because you have to with me. I I want you to do it because you've thought it through, you know, all the consequences and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, she just came through as confident enough. It's like, well, okay. And move right along. But I ask everybody, even if I'd seen pictures of her nudes somewhere else, I would ask her if she did nudes because, because she does it with someone else does not mean she'll do it with me. Um, you know, she kisses her boyfriend does not mean I get to kiss her. See, this is how it works, or how it's supposed to work.
1: See, so, yeah, and that's exactly and why you're not a GWC, Dave. Oh,
2: and I have never asked to kiss her either, so, and I won't. You know, my wife frowns on that really bad. So
0: yeah, I don't think she figured that.
2: <laughs> and I love it when other photographers go, "Do you th- do you think Ellie would shoot with me?" She says, I don't know. Ask her. I don't get to keep her. You know, Linda is a catch and release thing. I don't get to keep the models, so.
1: It's hilarious. So it definitely sounds like you guys have a lot of fun working together. And uh, it's really cool. I actually have a lot of respect for Dave for being the way he is when it comes to the nude work. Because, you know, exactly that. He's not trying to come off as a GWC. He's trying to be respectful of the models that he's working with, what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with. So, Ellie, over to you uh, uh, to comment on that.
0: Uh, yeah the um and no no fault to Dave for not talking me out of of having nudes like i'd said i was in an area where i had a lot of confidence in my body but i had a lot of insecurities going on and to do nudes was something that well, not necessarily like uplifting like, enlightening and and something that gave me more confidence and then my mom told me many years ago she's all sweetie you won't always be this beautiful so you better hurry up and so I was like yeah thanks mom she said it (laughs) about a different subject not necessarily about getting new in front of the cameras but however it was something that I um you know I I've embraced full-heartedly that you know beauty fades with age and you're gonna get there someday and you know the If you can capture what's going on now and something you're proud of, it's a human body. There's nothing that I'm doing that's gross or vulgar or something that I'm uncomfortable doing. It is literally my body parts that are done in an artistic form to just, you know, show either the human form or what's going on or a specific lighting technique or, you know, something that is a piece of art. It's not something that's any more than that. And I remember when uh, Dave and I did first do some of those photos, um, he put them up on his Facebook, but, you know, they were all blurred out. And uh, I think it was maybe a week later, my boyfriend came home, and he's all, you're never going to guess what people are telling me. I was like, what's going on? And he's all, "Uh, people are really speculating that you have semi-nude photos online. I said, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm covered up. And they're like, oh, well, apparently somebody was on you know dave's website where you can go and and see the photos i don't don't remember um something 500 or 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 just his page where you can go and you can order different photos and you can see different things and there's nothing wrong with them but apparently people were like screen capturing stuff and like freaking out going haha your girl has you know naked photos online blah 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 and at that time dan had already met dave and so he'd, he'd been there, Dave and him had talked, and Dan's very entertaining when it comes to me just standing there naked being boring and someone's taking my photos. At least Dan can be the verbal entertainment because you can't really talk when you're taking photos, otherwise it just looks funny. And so Dan's like, yeah, no shit, stupid. I was there holding the light. And the guy looked at him and went, oh, so you know your girlfriend has nude photos online? he just was like, wow, you're, you're, you're a dumbass and, and you can leave. No, no, him. no.
2: Here, here's a difference. Dan has self-confidence. Yes. He's, he's confident in himself and your relationship. The whole yes. works Because we run across that all the time.
0: Oh yeah. There are not a lot of boyfriends that will stand there and have their girlfriend get naked in front of them. And And I told Dave right up front, I said, Dan's really cool. I promise. And he's like, yeah, we'll see. And so then he met him and, 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 I don't know, I know that Dave has had like problems with or or issues, not necessarily problems, other boyfriends coming in and like giving their girlfriend a look like when they start to take off their clothes, like you can't do that. And uh, that, that kind of thing. And, and the girl gets all of a sudden like self-conscious, of, Oh my gosh, I can't take off my clothes. My boyfriend's here. Or you know what? Going through their mind, which is just absolutely insane. And it's just a whole nother dynamic. You can't be yourself if have that controlling. And I've been in those relationships. They suck. Dan is hella confident. He's like, yeah, you want to go run around and get naked and have cactus stick in your butt? You go for it. Have fun. And he's all, I hope somebody gets it on camera. And Dave saw that. And, and they they also have a good relationship together, which is awesome. And so Dan being that confident could say to this little You know jerk that came up to him about his Girlfriend having nude photos online to Say yeah I was there I watched And you know Own that
1: Oh that's definitely great yeah Dan Dan, Your boyfriend Dan seems to be a really cool Guy and I can understand Dave's hesitation the first time because He was probably like uh yeah We'll see how this pans Out so over to you Dave so how did you feel after the first Shoot with Ellie and you didn't have to worry about getting Punched or anything like that
2: well, I, I don't have a problem. I, at my age, it's one of those things that I don't, um, I, I don't see the models as anything but curves to shoot. And it, it's, it, it's like, okay, if something is going to not work right, and I've done this a few times before, you know, right in the middle of a shoot, if things just aren't working, I'll say, okay, we're done. Um, have a nice life and go away. And the reason I do that is because I'm wasting everybody's time here. I'm not getting from them what I need, you know, to create my art and that's that's it. Now, anybody who comes to, I'm fortunate that anybody who comes to me now shouldn't be surprised at what it is I do. You know, it's like, there are, if you go to 500 PX, there's 1400 pictures on there showing what it is I do and you know they're not all nudes and I always ask if they do nudes and if they don't then we don't do nudes um uh so you know it's we do all that in advance that so when they come in they should know exactly what's going on I haven't had a problem for a long time but then I don't shoot with a lot of new people anymore either um Ellie's probably my top top uh, gal there's a few that I still talk to that I used to shoot that know we're still friends um but i like working with the same people when ellie and i get together it's it's we don't have to talk about what we're going to do we just do it mm-hmm. and you know we hit the floor running and um uh, and, and go from there and it's 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 nice to have that kind of relationship so she knows i'm she's very comfortable because she knows i'm not going to ask her to do anything you know that's that's uh You know, over the line just isn't going to happen, except maybe like rip your top off in the middle of a public beach. But
0: hey, yeah, with strangers walking by and some guy walking his dog going, I think that person's naked or asking me to get in a freezing cold creek with little bugs crawling around on the floor. Uh That water is so cold. Oh, my gosh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Generally, if I'm shooting someone in a creek, I put my feet in it too. this. So when I can't feel my toes, I know it's time for them to come out.
1: (laughs) Well, that's a good way to gauge things for sure. Yeah, you suffer with them. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But that's I mean, that's the big thing I see from looking at your work, Dave, is you definitely don't treat the models like a piece of meat or like a sexual object, it's all strictly artistic. It's the curves, it's the lines, it's the lighting with you. And it comes through in your work, hands down. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. And uh, when you were talking a little bit earlier about, uh, you know, the posting of her nude photos uh, or she was uh, on your website and stuff like that, I don't think she's really too worried about that getting out. Her acting career is already taking off. And if she runs for president, I have a feeling those photos will just help her win in a bigger landslide.
2: <laughs> Probably. Oh <my> Probably. <laughs> that, that is a huge fear of mine, though, and that's why I try and talk girls out of it more than anything. um,
1: Well, yeah, because those kind of photos can ruin somebody's life.
2: Have you thought about what you're going to do? There is one model that I worked with that she'd come in. Somebody had rented my studio. She came in as their model. She did some work with them um, and she did nudes. And um, I gave her my card and said, if you're interested, I'd love to work with you. And. That night she contacted me and said, "I I want to work with you." I said, "Okay." So she came in, and I said, "You know, you're you're still comfortable with nudes?" Yep. So we did them. And a month later, she was sleeping in her. She was living in her car because her parents kicked her out because they found out that she did nudes. I'm going, "Oh my God, no!" (laughs) So I, I, I don't want to ever be in a position, you know, if I can help it to have somebody's life change in the wrong direction because of doing some artistic work. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people out there just don't understand that. Oh my God, there's, she's nude. It's like, well, she's nude under her clothes all the time. It's no big deal. And um, I have a problem with that. When people, (laughs) I have my whole theory. If someone, if somebody's offended, it's their choice to be offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it is I create, you know, if 99 people love it, one person says, Oh, that offends me. I said, well, I'm sorry, you feel that way. You know, I, I'm sorry, you chose to be offended. I don't know what church you went to. I don't know anything about you. So how am I supposed to not offend you somehow? So, so I I have this attitude that, you know, I, I'm sorry, but, but I I try really hard to make sure that um the pictures that we that we take um don't get anybody into trouble and lately uh, i had somebody the other day say that oh can you can you change this recop it that so it doesn't show this removed all of the pictures that of her off of every place that i have them and the reason i did that is because she's engaged to a guy and she was really worried about the mother-in-law's and all that i didn't know anything about the guy and i'm going you know what? There might be some mental or physical abuse going on if if these are seen or out there. So they're gone. I nope. I don't want to. I don't want to have. Uh, I don't want that to happen to her. So uh, I'll do that to protect her, even if she doesn't know any better than to ask me to do it. It's like no, I'm going to do that. That's fine. You still have the pictures if you want them.
1: But now, see, that's what makes you a high class fine art photographer, right there, Dave. And I'm being honest with you. I mean, I would have felt terrible if, you know, I found out that poor girl was living in her car because I took some photos of her that she was okay with, but her parents freaked out about it after the fact. I mean, that's horrible. Um, And I don't understand people these days that are so offended by everything. Um, Ellie knows me a little bit better than you do, Dave. I don't know how well she knows me as far as my personality. To be honest, I'm a super conservative person. But when it comes to art, and I've been doing photography for 30 years, I've only ever done work with a nude model one time, but I'm not one of these people that gets all uptight over nudes, especially fine art nudes. It's like, what is the big hang-up that everybody has with this? I mean, friends have come over, I've had other photographers here, and even when I pull up one of your images on Facebook, or on your 500px, or on your personal website, and I'm zooming in and looking at, it. I'm looking at the lighting. I'm looking at the props that we're using just because I try to get a little bit into your mindset of how you come up with your concepts and stuff. It's not like I'm zoomed in looking at her nether regions or something like that. To me, it's just another piece of art. So I just don't understand all these people that get so uptight over this and, you know, they let it ruin somebody's life over something that's silly and stupid. Ellie, over to you, because it looked like you had a couple of things to say there.
0: <laughs> no, I fully agree. I mean, a lot of people start to freak out, I guess, that, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, her, their nipples are showing or this or that. Well, guys have them, too. They're just not as big. So what's the problem? I mean, I've seen some guys' pecs that are bigger than mine, and nobody bitches about that, you know, just saying, Um, you know, next thing they'll start to censor abs. I have abs that will put men to shame. And, you know, next thing you know, you're going to have to put a whole smear over a body in a bathing suit, which is ridiculous. But like, as far as it like hurting somebody's career and stuff, if you're going to go be a porn star, you go be a porn star. That's a whole nother realm of stuff. But nude art photography, I don't know that it's something that's going to like hurt you or something to that respect there are a lot of extremely famous people that have gone and shot complete nudes for Playboy, um, for Penthouse, for, you know, really renowned photographers to do nude art. And I mean, you can look up, you know, the top actresses that have gone to shoot for Playboy or 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 nude art, you know, photography. There's a lot of them out there. It's because you're you're capturing something in a different way that maybe nobody else has with a specific light in a specific nature and, you know, putting their own spin on it. And, you know, Dave has that quality to do those really beautiful photos where, yeah, you're like, how did he do the lighting? You know, and yeah, some of it is a mystery. Seriously, I had no idea what was going on until I took one of his classes. And after the first one, eight hours, and I was so exhausted, I had muscles that I didn't even know would hurt because I was flexing the entire time. And you name it. Anything I had done from tripping over myself to my hair shedding on the floor to, you know, dropping a pair of underwear. Dave was all about it with the jokes and people were laughing to death. And I absolutely loved it. I was laughing myself. And so now I I almost know like what kind of jokes he's going to tell when I'm there, which is hilarious. But it's it's about the you know, it it truly is about the art of it. And so you're looking at, at a picture and maybe you're just like, this is phenomenal. How did the light hit this person in such a way to make them look like that? You know, you can't just take a photo and have it look great. I mean, I take photos of my cell phone all the time. And I was like, wow, this is really, really, really bad. But I know it's because I'm standing in the wrong spot. It's the lighting's not right. You know, you're not going to get these perfect areas, but Dave can teach people how to do that. And if you're paying attention as a model and he has you in your class, you're going to learn it too. And so, I mean, I've taken Dave's uh, lighting practices, I would say, and and put them towards me knowing how to stand even in front of a light or knowing what it's going to do to like help accentuate those features. And yes, half the time I'm doing it nude, but... Part of the time, you're not going to know that I'm naked, except for the fact that there's a silhouette there of somebody who's not wearing clothes. And it's because of Dave's lighting classes. It's because of learning that. And, you know, how comfortable you become, I guess, in front of the camera while you're nude. And and I don't know why people have such a faux pas with, oh, my gosh, you're looking at a naked girl. Well, no, I'm not looking at like a a centerfold and, and a porn star. You're looking at artistic nude art. And it, it is truly art. You just, people are way, way too sensitive.
1: Yeah, tell me about it. Well, I'm an admin for the GFX 50R group on Facebook. And a lot of our members are European photographers. And there's some of them in that group that are high level fine art nude photographers like Dave. I mean, like Dave, these guys just make mind blowing work. Their props are amazing. Their lighting is amazing and everything. And then I get their photos reported all the time by these younger noobs that are in the group. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to allow that photo to stay, and I'm going to kick and block you from the group for being stupid. Yeah. Because totally. there's I, – I, and I even – I actually added – because I didn't start the group. I took it over from another photographer. He asked me to. And oh. um, I actually put a sixth rule because we had five rules in the group, and I added a sixth one saying, look, artistic nudes are allowed. These people are not posting pornographic photos. They are doing fine art nudes. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you have a problem with it, then you should leave the group because I'm not going to ban photographers work because you got to stick up your butt. (laughs) So uh, Dave, I want to kick back to you for a minute because the one thing that I find interesting is you said you started doing this in 2010. So you've been doing it pretty hardcore for the last 11 years and you're phenomenal at it so to share with my listeners how did you get to be so great with your lighting and all of that stuff in such a short span of time because I've seen photographers that have shot for as long as I have 30 years that try to do the kind of work you do and they're terrible at they're great at other types of photography but they're terrible at that kind of work even though They do know their lighting fairly well. They just can't seem to pull it off doing fine arts or fine art nudes. So how did you learn and get to be such an expert at that in such a short period of time?
2: Well, I think it comes from not only passionate about it, but having nothing else to do. So every day I get to work on it. Um, So I would do three three or four shoots a week. Okay, And be able to do what I want to do, not what the client wants. That makes a huge difference. If I was doing this for a living, I'd probably starve to death. And um, I'd be so busy doing what other people wanted because they were paying me that uh, I wouldn't be able to get creative. Even somebody who, if if one of your listeners is a professional photographer, the key is once a week if you can afford it, but once a, a month at least, You take a day and you shoot what you want to shoot and you learn some new techniques and then apply them to your work, which will actually make you more valuable to your future clients. What got me going was I, once I built the studio, I'd rent it out, but I would do all the the lighting for the people because, well, I didn't want them messing with my lights mostly, but I would light the thing and those pictures and I go, those pictures look like mine. And that's when I learned about style. And well, I don't want everybody's pictures to look like mine. So, um, but I'm not going to cheat them out of good lighting. So that's when I started learning Photoshop, so I could customize them a little more and make them make them what my eye saw as a beautiful picture. Um, and that took a while. But just the lighting, learning the lighting um, for a long time at Kohl's, and um, I'm sure Ellie's already heard this story at Kohl's and target the security guards knew who i was oh there's that guy again because linda would go in there and i'd go walk over to the to the uh, uh clothes rack and i'd look at the 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 picture above the clothes and try and th- reverse engineer it to find out how they lit that or i'd go over to the cosmetic area which has great pictures i said how did they light that or we'd walk by um uh, Victoria's Secrets in the Mall said, Oh man, someday I want to be able to take pictures like that. Now I walk by Victoria's Secrets to go, they could do better.
0: <laughs> yeah, they really so, could.
2: So, you know, it's a matter of uh there, they're told take this picture, make it look like that. They do that's done, boom. There's no passion behind it. Um, I think that's the that's the biggest, biggest difference. And when it comes to the nudes, the people who are who choose to be um uh, offended those people want to be superior to you so they're going to be offended by what you do which which in their minds raise them up higher so that's my explanation of why people get offended because there's there's nothing offensive anyway about news so 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 go ahead dave does that answer your question about you
1: know, yeah, absolutely. Kind of how I got started? Absolutely. It's, so you, it's from the sounds of you, you had a really sharp mind at figuring out how other people did it, deconstructing the lighting, and then making it your own, which in, in 11 years' time, <laughs> you accomplished phenomenal results. I mean, your lighting is fantastic in everything I've seen you do. Um, your play of light and shadows and your contrast and everything are just absolutely amazing. And, uh, I, and I know Ellie was kind of chomping at the bit there when you were talking about looking at the images and, and different stores. And you when you were starting out, you were like, well, how can I do this? How can I replicate this? How can I deconstruct it in my mind and work it out in my studio? And now I would have to agree with what I think Ellie was biting her lip to want to uh, chime in about is the fact that now you can go back and you can say, wow, these people really need to hire me because my stuff's better. Uh, what, what say you, Elle?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like you look at that stuff. Like I used to do the same thing. Like um, when Victoria's Secret used to have a catalog or a magazine, right. Um, I was 13 years old and hi Linda. Um, And I would look through it and going, Oh wow, they're beautiful. And they're this and they're that. And um, you know, all their photos are great. No, all their photos actually were using a million different lights to make sure that they didn't have a flaw or the shadows weren't cool. And I look back at them going, yeah, (laughs) no. And you go into the stores now and you're like, these people are really just told what to do. Like, there's no like wheels that are turning on their own to actually give it some form of a depth. And sorry to those people, like... You know, maybe you need to grow a pair go out and take some photos of your own and figure out your own style without you know making it look like something that is just a cookie cutter stamp because they all look the same and they're uh, to me they're all over lighted and you know they're they're outdone and, and whatnot in in that respect there's no there's no art to them they're just kind of boring
1: Yep. And uh, so it looks like we're getting up to the top of the hour. Um, Dave, you might have to go. I'm not sure. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, my interview episodes tend to be more long format. So we go an hour, most of the time, an hour plus. So just to warn you.
2: That's fine. I don't have anywhere fine.
1: to be. Okay. I just didn't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, so Ellie, I'm going to go back to you just for a moment because I haven't had a chance to talk to you in a while, especially on the show. And I wanted to kind of catch up my listeners about what you've been working on lately because I know you've been doing some movies. So if you could go now, I'm not asking you to share anything that'll get you in trouble. So I don't want you to <laughs> violate any NDAs or anything like that. But what Shut you up. can share, go ahead and share with the listeners.
0: Yeah, you bet. Um, honestly, the the whole you know, start of the pandemic thing and everybody being sent home, sent me home as well. I was mob um, and, and whatnot. I still do work from home, um, you know, doing computer work for my primary job. But my secondary jobs, plural, really opened up in the sense that, you know, I started a TikTok for my rocks. I started my own YouTube channel for uh exploring old mines and doing rock hounding. I have still been really active with um during that dave and i did two different shoots we were you know very much distanced from each other and now i've been waiting for him to hurry up and get his shots so that we can shoot more and whatnot and i've still shot with you know a couple other people um i did five different films last year um i have four more set up already for this year that aren't starting until uh, march um or like Mid-March, right? Wait, no, March, April. Something like that. Sorry, my... (laughs) The times sometimes are uh, a a little difficult, especially when things need to be rewritten or worked out. Um, I worked a lot with some really wonderful fifth people. Travis Mills and Carlos Berber uh, have been really great to work with, and, you know, we're going to continue to work together and do more filming and that kind of stuff. And so I've just been expanding and doing more things, um, doing a lot, getting outdoors with rocks uh, and looking at minerals, you know, back to, you could say my roots of my degree of, you know, being a geologist and an artist at the same time. So I've been able to combine all of those things into, uh, you know, TikTok and YouTube and and whatnot. So it's been a lot of fun. And I have a lot of people that truly enjoy it. Um, And it's actually put me into, I would say more of a speaking role about what I've been doing. Um, Clubs have been inviting me to different areas so that I can go speak in public. And I love public speaking and telling people about my passions and what I do. And yes, the excitement um, it's what people truly enjoy, just like Dave was saying. I get very excited about something, and my passion, I think, shines through, and people are entertained by watching me get excited about what I do. So it doesn't bother me at all, but it's, um, it's definitely something that's been an alternative, and uh, hopefully... Uh, you're very soon, all of my efforts are going to pay off so that, you know, my day job will disappear and my other multiple jobs that I have been doing will take over full time.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. Now, when you say um, you've been going out and talking, I'm assuming these are geology lectures?
0: Yes, yeah, they're, they're about um, mining or geology and or the likes of. And so that's really good. You know, it's something I know a lot about so that part's fun. Um, my, I would say that my solid passion and, and, you know, Dave knows this, I love being a model. I love being an actress. And, you know, I want that. And I think, I think that really helps me in a sense to be, have the confidence it takes to like, you know, talk to people and show them what I like to do. And so that's, you know, as a gift, I guess.
1: Awesome. Awesome! That's gonna make my listeners happy. They always love to hear how you're doing with all the things you're involved with, because you're you've got like a thousand irons in the fire at once <laughs> at all times. Yeah,
0: I, I'm I, I manage twelve social media pages.
1: Oh my god, that's crazy!
0: It gets really intense.
1: <laughs> I had to, I had to downsize mine. I had separate ones for my documentary projects, for my Forgotten Pieces of Georgia, and now I've yeah. started Pennsylvania as well. And I finally said to hell with it. I have separate YouTube's for my my main photography and then the two projects, but all the Twitter accounts and stuff, I'm like, look, I'm shutting them down. I'm posting everything under Liam photo ATL. You can find it all there because it's just too much to manage that many accounts. It's crazy. And I don't want to pay a hundred and some dollars a month for HootSuite to help me manage them. I mean, that's just crazy. There's no way I'm going to pay that kind of money. All right. But going back to you, Dave, because another big question I have for you, because my listeners always want to know this, even though I tell people all the time, the gear doesn't matter as much as the people wielding it. What kind of photography gear, what kind of cameras are you using to make your fine art work, sir?
2: I always tell people when they ask me, what's, you know, what camera should I get get, or what's your favorite? I always tell them the right-handed black one with a button on it. (laughs) (laughs) because that's pretty much all of them right um i went with canon um i did a little research and found canons are a little bit warmer in their pictures nikon's a little bit cooler in their pictures i like the warmer look only somebody with a really trained eye can see the difference i can't i read about it um but once you once you jump on one, you have to stay because you're spending thousands of dollars on glass and, you know, you can't move around. The uh, But I went through a bunch of different Canon models and used use the same lenses on all of them. Um, my favorite lens is an 85 millimeter because it goes down to 1.2, uh, which means I can do the bokeh really nice. Uh, get very, very uh, um, uh, artistic with it. Uh, Nikon, I think, can only get them down at 1.4, not that there's that much difference. Um uh, lately though, just before I went to Europe a year and a half ago, um, my 5D Mark IV was too heavy to carry around all over Europe. So so I jumped on the R, you know, the 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 EOS R because it's mirrorless, it's a lot lighter. And I totally fell in love with it because when I'm shooting Ellie. I can take the shot and then on the screen, it shows me what I just got. And when you're shooting with strobes, that's kind of important because you don't, you know, you're imagining how it's going to look. So I don't have to take like 10 shots and then look on the back of the camera. I'll take the shot and then I just keep looking and says, okay, this is what you got. And I can say, okay, I'll move this or move that, or I can go over and move the light of foot or whatever it takes. And you know, fine tune without taking a bunch of shots and hope for the best. Um, uh, So, uh, so I really like the mirrorless stuff um, for that reason. But um, yeah, I've got lenses that cover all the different things. I've got a uh, uh, 1635. So I can, I can, I can lay Ellie on a bed. I can hold the camera straight arm straight out, take the picture and it looks like I'm 20 feet up. And that's awesome because I'm not gonna get 20 feet up. I, but I want that picture.
1: You, so you want to look without having to break your neck.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I would. you know, no question. and And models are probably really bad at catching old dumpy guys falling off of ladders. <laughs> so especially since I weigh twice as much as the models do. So so anyway.
1: I don't know. You might be safe with Ellie. She looks like Xena, the warrior princess. So she might be able to catch you. She'd be able to dodge me really well. I'm sure. I, I could
0: definitely dodge. I don't know that I would take that bullet to catch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, w-
2: I wouldn't want you to, but, uh, um, and then lighting has changed over the years, but I wouldn't spend a lot of money on special lights. Anybody who says, Oh, I'm using a, uh, I'm using pro photo. It's like, well, that, that just means you spent $2,500 more than you should have because light's light it all travels at one hundred eighty-six thousand miles a second and it's white and that's it (laughs) so it it really doesn't matter i mean those are beautiful lights and all um but uh but you know it's just studying the lights is more important than anything else um i now have a a control that i can hook to my phone that i can trigger my lights so technically i could take the same pictures with my phone that I'm taking with my other stuff with strobes, you know, yes. so I could get exactly the same pictures. Um, and if my phone saved it in raw, then I would be good. That's the only great reason I've even given any thought to upgrading my, my iPhone. Cause the net, I guess the newest one, I'll actually will save in raw.
1: But, oh yeah. Yeah. The iPhone 12 pro and pro max, I guess does do a raw file format of some kind.
2: Yeah, yep. but nothing makes you look more like a GWC than say, let's do a shoot. And then you pull out your phone and start taking
1: yeah. pictures. <laughs> well, actually, you may not know this, Dave, but you've actually had the ability to shoot raw on the iPhone for quite a while. There's uh, there's an app that's called 645 Pro MK2 that allows you to have app uh, raw file functionality. I've used it for a long time on the iPhone. but yeah, uh, I, I've, I've actually got a couple of apps that I think will do raws, but I yeah. haven't really messed with them. Yep. I do agree with you 100% on the the camera doesn't matter. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, don't get hung up on who makes the camera, what model the camera is. If you master your lighting, your composition, you know, your exposure triangle, you're going to make amazing images no matter what the camera is. I mean... Uh, yeah, I, and I agree with you on the lighting. Like, the most expensive lights I have are Paul C. Buff DigiBeast. Now, they are a little more expensive. They're like $300 a piece, but I bought them for a specific reason um, for my studio lights. But I just don't understand these guys that go out and buy Photo or, God forbid, Color. My God, have you seen how expensive their lights are for the studio? I mean, some of their some of their That's lights a- are $10,000, $12,000 a piece and up. That's just for bragging rights. There's no yeah. reason for that. Exactly. I agree hundred percent. I mean, uh, I I'm like you, I shoot with the EOS R I have an RP I'm planning to get the R6 just so I'll have the dual memory cards. And I used to have a one DX Mark II, which I traded in to get my medium format system. So I'd kind of like to have a camera that's fast enough to do like NASCAR. If I want to do that again down the road. Um, Cause I've done that a few times, but I've stuck with my Canon stuff, and I kicked around the idea of possibly switching to Sony or switching to Fuji, uh, all Fuji, but I don't really want to go back to APS-C. I've been on full frame and medium format for quite a while. I don't really want to go back, and like you said, you know, I have a lot of the L glass and I've since switched to buying the RF L glass, which is even more expensive. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I have no desire to take a bath on selling off all of my lenses and buying, you know, another system. It's just, it's just way too expensive. I mean, it's crazy how expensive it is. Uh, you just take too much of a beating switching platforms. Um, So just out of curiosity, have you ever worked Dave yourself with any medium format systems or you just stick with 35 millimeter?
2: Um, just the, just the 35 and uh, only a few years ago I decided to get into film. Um, but, but to, after saying that, I've only shot three roles. <laughs> so it's not like you know I've been doing a lot.'ll what, I'll, what I started doing a few years back, uh, especially if I'm on a location shoot, I'll actually shoot in two formats at the same time. I'll shoot raw and jpeg and i'll have the back of the camera set for black and white which means the jpegs will be in black and white and it gives me the that romantic feeling of shooting in um film because you can't really edit a jpeg that well so what you've got in the jpeg is pretty much just done okay and and, and that's exactly what you've got for film i mean you can dodge and burn a little and that kind of thing but but I love that because uh, if I take Ellie out to a park and I shoot, it's a good chance. I'll get some with the 85 millimeter. I get some really soft, beautiful shots and they're just done in black and white, done, you know, and yes I will still have the raws in color and can do anything that I want to do with them. But, um, that got me going and said, you know, a color, a, a film camera would be fun. So I got 10 rolls of, of, uh, um, Film. And I will say that they would probably be all used if I was actually shooting anything right now. And and one of my models gave me a a, a Nikon that is it's an old one, but just new enough to have an electronic meter in it, and it it looks brand new, you know, and with a little leather case, the whole works. And I love pulling that out and, and shooting. And the three rolls that I did, I knew they were all either going to come out blown out or black. And they weren't they actually came out good all right and maybe i should have been doing this my whole life um but uh because i love that old movies and stuff where they're using film and they're taking it's like oh man it's photography was completely different back then they they only had you know x number of shots so they spent a lot of time working that or getting the emotion going or whatever and then click they take the picture and there you go so so I, I kind of like that and, and I simulate it by doing the two, two formats, but uh, no, I haven't worked with anything, anything, but, but that. Um, and I probably only have another 10 years to go. So I should make some decisions if I want to do something different. Oh, yeah, stop.
1: You've easily got another 30, 40 years to go.
2: Uh Yeah. Ellie, Ellie makes faces at me. She won't let me die. <laughs> and neither will Linda. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Linda. (laughs) That's an understanding wife I have
1: here. (laughs) I think, I think she agrees with us, Dave, that you got another good 30, 40 years to go. Uh, Well, we'll
2: see. Oh
1: no. (laughs) Uh, We ruined her plans. Darn.
2: (laughs) Linda's older than me, but she's still going to outlive me. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, I tell my wife all that all the the time, too. And she doesn't she isn't happy with me when I tell her. I'm like, babe, you're eight years older than me and you're still going to outlive me. It's just the nature of the beast.
2: Well, actually, that's one of the things that I uh, I knew in the beginning. But I really understand now with the pandemic that one of the best parts about about doing what I do is I get to hang out with young people and and that rubs off the 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 vitality the the you know always babbling yeah I'm not always talking about Ellie there Um, the energy you know that's that is amazing and I absolutely miss that during this time you know it's like wow it's dark out already it's because nothing happened today because I didn't have a shoot and and nobody and of course they come in and if they if they have any drama it's like great because I send them home when with the drama and I don't have to deal with that part <laughs> which is the reason why I don't keep them even if Linda let me. Um and feeding them is tough too. But um now I'm rambling. But I really really miss um the the bantering, the teasing back and forth and you know the the stuff that that just goes on being around other people. You know, working working their feelings or working off their feelings to get the shots that you want. Um you know, I hope I uh, I hope I, hasn't, I haven't lost that. I've only done like five shoots in, a, in the last year, two of them were with Ellie, so at least two.
1: I highly so. doubt you've lost your skill.
2: <laughs> and, and those, let's see, those were there were two. One was a two day one. What was the other one? Um, oh, uh, three. I times. went to
0: I went to Bonita Creek with you uh, while I was <laughs> filming, and then I dragged your butt back with me to uh, the Cherry Creek area. And you did, yep. And you did behind the scenes, and then you came out to the ranch out there, and you were here with me for two days. So Mm -hmm. we were we were together for four days, so we did four different photo shoots in those four days.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, that we did do. Well, yeah, you and I had shot together. You had a couple people come in. Everybody was wearing a mask. They were in your studio, and we did a like a two-person one-on-one lighting class with me. Oh, right, that so was five. Okay, with me
2: because I got a few pictures then too. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, because we did pictures in the morning.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'll do that. I'll have, I'll have Ellie come in early or stay late, and we get our shot and sh- shoot in anyway. Yes. Um, because well. That the coolest thing is when when I've got somebody that I know as well as I do, Ellie, it's like, okay, let's spend a couple of days and do this. And and we can relax between sets. Yeah. Um, like we're kind of planning in May to go to the dunes in the Salton sea And hopefully that all works out and it's not too hot by then. Um, and there's not like another peak in the pandemic or something. We were planning that just before. I mean, we were gonna go, and then the pandemic hit, and we shut it down. Um, so we still want to do that, but that'll be so cool because, like, okay, let's go to the dunes, let's do this, and then we sit back and relax for a while, and then maybe yeah. the next day we go to the salt and sea and we do stuff. Um, being able to just uh, sit back and take a breather, mm-hmm. um, uh, it it it's it helps the juices flow. Yeah, you know, and that's um, that's the coolest part
1: absolutely and ellie you know girl i'm counting on you when he gets out and he can be around all the young people again and and soak up the vibes and the energy from them i'm counting on you to make sure you get shots of him doing handstands on skateboards for me
0: yeah, uh, yeah, I I should be doing more behind the scenes stuff. Dan, my boyfriend has gotten quite a few shots of like Dave and I in like the midst of it. And Dave did a behind the scenes kind of a tutorial thing of of us doing stuff. Um, but I also took like, you know, pictures of like Dave behind the side by side or Dave with his mouth full of a granola bar. And you know, like that kind of stuff for, <laughs> for my own good. And so Uh, when we go out to the dunes it's going to be great um i really think that we're going to get some pretty cool shots we've got some great ideas and um it will we'll make it work for us i mean you know if we have to sit at camp all day and only shoot first thing in the morning and then in the evening we'll we'll make it work so
1: so you do have blackmail material
0: (laughs) oh for sure
1: (laughs) But he has worse. Uh, uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you guys both got blackmail material on each other. <laughs> that's why you guys will be working together forever, because you both got forever. dirt on each other. <laughs>
2: blackmail doesn't work on me. If somebody shows somebody, oh, yeah, that's Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's there's not too many people that don't have a picture of me going, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I have lots of those. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: I've I've got her flipping me off and everything, you know, it's like. I'll post that and say this is the respect that I demand
1: on my on my set. <laughs> oh that kind of stuff will get her more acting roles probably. <laughs> right. Oh, she's got
2: an attitude we definitely need her. That's what makes her a good model. Um, when you if you look at any of our work, it's the pose is is, is acting. it's all acting. Every bit of it is acting. When I when I shoot somebody and it's always the uh, the the uh, the headlight look the model <laughs> or looking over my shoulder at the mirror it's like no you don't care what you look like it's important what I see and you looking over my shoulder at the mirror is a bad thing yeah um, no she's really good I mean if you look at every one of the poses it's like there she is it's that this, this is uh, you know this is her act. For that 1 200th of a second, that's her act.
1: Thank you. Yeah, she's really good at I mean, everything I've seen that you guys have done together and all of Ellie's work that she's even done with other photographers. You can tell that she just knows exactly what she's doing. She knows how to work with the photographer to give them what they're looking for. You never get that deer in the headlights kind of thing with her. And I have seen it with some other models. So uh, not everybody has her ability um, on the front side of the camera not everybody can do that Ellie go ahead yeah. you want to interject oh got I got the, thank you
2: you've got the gwcs who are only out there to shoot butts and then you've got the models who only want to see their butt get shot and and I'm I'm happy for both of them I, <laughs> you know as long as they're both happy I'm happy for them but that's not what I do.
1: <laughs> no. Exactly. See, now you and Ellie should partner, create your own iOS Android app that'll pair GWCs with models that just want their butts photographed. You guys could make a killing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I joke around if their butts closer to the camera than their smile, then yeah, you're a GWC. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: So I don't want you to give away too much about it um, because it's an upcoming project, but what exactly is this Dunes project you guys have in mind? Without, I don't want you to give away too much because I don't want people flooding the place you're going to and ruining it for you, but oh. just a, a little bit of a high level on it. The there's there's not, nothing to give away. We
2: haven't figured out what we're going to do yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've got some material. I need to find a dress that's got like some giant like flowiness to it, and I've got a parachute... It was like from uh the 70s.
2: Well, I'm gonna uh, be shooting the parachute, she doesn't know it yet, but it's her in the parachute, um, or her in front of the parachute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I wanna jump off a dune. I've attached strings to it, like full-on like paracord that I have two carabiner things, and I'm gonna jump and hopefully I don't let go. Uh, and you know what, not and kind of float. We'll see how that goes because some of the dunes are huge. We'll do it safely. But I want to do like the whole parachute dress thing with, you know, being nude and then some that are covered so that we can post them on social media without getting kicked off. Kicked off. And, you know, I can actually use and what anything that we we want to go to, like the Salton Sea, if you've never been there um, on Bombay Beach, or if we go to the other side to Salton City. I mean, there's abandoned houses. There's just, you know, weird things out by the water it stinks uh but it's really a cool area because there's just so much stuff that people decided to put out there for art and so we're gonna go photograph art (laughs) with me in the picture
1: (laughs) yeah and dave ellie's gonna hate me for this but i know her well enough to know her whole idea of her jumping off a dune with a parachute she's not telling you you have to go first with the camera so she wants you to be falling out of the sky while she is (laughs)
2: No, that's where I'll have Dan do it. Dan, try it. Make sure it works.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'll have pictures for the insurance company.
1: There you go.
0: Yeah, for sure. It it worked when he did it.
1: If you're you're smart, Dave, you'll be on an ultralight where you got a little bit more safety. (laughs) Especially with the camera gear. I mean, I've seen some photographers that do like the extreme sports photography, and oh, oh my god, some of the shots they get, I'm like. And then I see the behind the scenes and the rig the photographers on, and I'm like, this guy's out of his freaking mind. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. Sure. No, I'm not the kind of person that's afraid of heights. I used to jump out of planes in the army, and I've been. I did rope and rescue when I was on the volunteer fire department in Pennsylvania, so I've gone down massive cliffs before to rescue people, and uh, but. I'd be more worried about my cameras getting damaged and I have camera insurance, but I'd be like, ah, no, 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 no. That's too risky for my camera.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. If you've got listeners who are photographers that do this kind of thing and they don't have insurance, uh, no, 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 get <laughs> You get liability insurance. And if you have to go to a place that there's uh you have to have a permit, you got to have insurance. They won't give you a permit without it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, no.
2: Cost me about 400, 450 bucks a year. But if Ellie breaks her neck, I got 2 million bucks that that, uh, will help her out.
0: That's not going to happen. Good. Ever.
2: If it does, it'll be your fault because I didn't make you do that. This is very true.
1: It would be full on my fault. Nah, that's why that's why she keeps herself in great shape and she works out all the time. So she's still young. If she falls or something like that, she's not gonna get hurt that badly. She's still young enough, her bones are made of titanium.
2: <laughs> well, I always always remind him that I can Photoshop out the bruises anyway, so it's not a big deal. Yep, there you go. <laughs> he,
1: he says that. <laughs> so more don't about on, on the dudes like, don't
2: die Yeah, our shoot's not over yet. So don't die yet.
1: No,
0: you could die at the end for someone else, but not during ours.
1: <laughs> it's one of Dave's policies. You cannot die during my shoot. You can yep. die after, and you can die when you're on somebody else's shoot, but God forbid, do not die on mine.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Or I will come to heaven and kick your butt for ruining <laughs> my photo shoot.
2: <laughs> that would be bad for my reputation. Oh yeah, the last uh, you know, zero zero accident, no accidents for the last five days.
1: <laughs> so this uh this dunes location you guys are going to is that somewhere else or is that there in arizona
0: oh it's in glamis california oh okay so there's the glamis dunes there's i've already scouted out several different places to go where we could be uh, there's not like a ton of people that are there once it starts to get warm like right now it's absolutely insane it's like murder to go um, and, and that's not any fun. I'm not into like, oh, I'm gonna race you and you know, listen to all the people, stay up all night long. It's very annoying. But you go out to a you know a little location and you stay there and there might be like six people there. And then you have gorgeous dunes that are just no one's touched. You drive to them. Nobody's been there and that kind of stuff. So you get really pretty sand and and lighting and whatnot, like sunrise and sunset there are absolutely phenomenal. So there'll be really great photos.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I had a, when I was in photography school, one of my uh, professors did uh, high fashion photography and uh, she had a beautiful image she did with a model who was in a really Elegant flowing dress that they did in a sand dune, and it just—I mean, I can imagine she probably did it someplace like California because I think that's where she lived. But I mean, just the way they did the shoot, I, they could have easily been in the middle of the Sahara, and it was just oh. gorgeous. She is so good at that kind of work. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's about all I have for you guys today. We. Uh, about an hour and a half so my listeners will be happy Uh, believe it or not Dave my listeners love these interview episodes that go long they they're my most popular episodes by far and I've had a couple of them that were two hours so (laughs) and they always love when Ellie's on the show and I wanted to get you Dave because I've been admiring your work for a few years now on Facebook you've got some fantastic work as well as on 500 Picks and you just do phenomenal work, and I would love to have you two back again when Dave can actually share some of his images that won't get us kicked off Zoom (laughs) of Ellie, and uh, not of just Ellie, but of of some of the other people you've worked with, because you've done some amazing work with couples. You've done a lot of great stuff like that, Um, so I would definitely love to have you both back on the show if you can make time. You know, sometime down the road, I know once the once you guys can go out more and stuff like you're going to be a lot busier, both of you probably. So it might not be as easy to get the two of you together again, but we'll try.
0: You make time. It's awesome. I I love being here. Thank you for, for having me and, and us on there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank
2: you. I'm, re- I'm retired. I can do anything I want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do me, I, I think I can get them all from your website, Dave, but if you want to go ahead and share with my listeners, your website, your social media accounts and all of that stuff, so they can find more of your work, go ahead and do so now, please.
2: Well, if they just go to Dave Kelly, uh, along the bottom of every page, there's links to, to the 500 PX and Facebook and all those things. So just going to the, the one site, um, and that's, and I have a thing called a muse letter that I put out once a week, every Wednesday, I'm on number 109. So, uh, each of those is everything I edit for each of those weeks. And, uh, uh so you could spend a whole night looking at all of those, just so many of them, um, yeah.
1: but it's all there.
2: It's, um, um I'm pretty open with all the stuff, but just Dave Kelly, And, uh. Just don't look up Dave Kelly because there's a lot of uh, really pissed off real estate people and stuff named Dave Kelly. that <laughs> Every time somebody looks them up, all these nude pictures show up. But anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, and, of course, Ellie, over to you. If you would share out your social media and everything with us, please.
0: Yeah. For most of my social media for modeling, you can find me as Ellie Cat. Uh, for acting, I'm Ellie Ringo, and then for my all my new stuff for my rocks, it's Ellie Knows Rocks, and um, they have a lot of different stuff just going on. So, you know, you can find me anywhere you want to uh, hang out with me, basically, depending on what your your mood is for the day. <laughs>
1: All right, fantastic. I'll make sure I share a link to the sh- in the show notes to both your social media accounts, as well as wow. your IMDb, Ellie, because I see that's getting bigger yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> more and more acting credits all the time on there, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I'm so happy you. for you. And uh, I-, you. I told her before, Dave, I keep teasing her that once she becomes an A-list actress, she won't take my calls anymore. But she says that's not going to happen. That's you know her true. better. You've known her longer than I have. Is it going to happen or not?
2: Yeah. And I I always, you know, remind me when I'm just one of the little people. (laughs) Remember me when I'm a little people. You know, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) You know, I love you guys.
1: Uh, You're so sweet. Well, thank you again, both of you for joining me this week. I really appreciate it. It's been fantastic having you both on the show. It's been a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. And I know my listeners are going to absolutely love this episode. So thank you once again for being so gracious and kind with your time. You're so welcome. We'll see you later. Yep. Take yeah, care. for inviting me anytime. Uh, all right. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Bye.
1: All right, folks. And that is going to wrap up episode 131 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in an Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. And to remind you to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a closed group, and you have to answer a security question to to join, and that is name the host of the show, and I've also opened it up so you can also give the names of guests that have previously been on the show, and of course, for this week, you could give the names of Ellie Cat or Dave Kelly. Either one would also get you in. I want to thank everybody once again for listening to the show, and I will see you all again in another seven days.